Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Lawrence Hello, everyone. Van. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. I host Wealth Academy Podcast, and our mantra is Wealth is More Than Just Money. But today is April 1st, and April, the entire month, represents National Financial Literacy Month. And that's what I'll be talking about today to just start this particular episode for the month of April. It's all about financial literacy, and it's important to know everything you can because when it comes to your money, nothing is more important because it covers every aspect of your life. However, we're going to get back to the basics, the fundamentals, and what Financial Literacy Month represents here in April 2022. So join me for this journey as I begin this process. And uh, in 2022, uh, it's recognized as National Financial Literacy Month for the 19th year. And frankly, there's a litany of reasons as to why the designation is important as it ever has been. Uh, we all know that we have to tell in the pandemic, and of course, it also has wreaked havoc, you know, in families, communities, the people we know and love, whether they're family, whether they're high school classmates or college classmates and work colleagues, everyone has been impacted all over the world. And so uh, this loss, it has been very staggering from a financial impact as well as a result of COVID-19. And it's been felt by people from every nation in the world. There's no one who has not been impacted by it. So when we also look at the fact that we had the pandemic, we still have it, but it's really telling off. Uh, we also have to look at what's happening with inflation. And we know uh, last month, the Federal Reserve Board increased the rate to, to um, 0.25%. And we can anticipate six more increases, rate increases throughout 2022, rolling into 2023. So we have to be very astute with our money. And that's part of what I'm going to talk about today. We know the rates have not really been, been like this since the past 40 years, and we also know that the impact of the war in Ukraine uh, being uh, attacked by, invaded by Russia, that that's also escalating the entire financial sector as we know it today. So things, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. Uh, we're looking at um, whatever is taking place in the world, it affects us because we have a global economy. We have our economy in the U.S. Of course, we know that all imports is one of the big ones. We also know that the price of food and the supply lines not being where they are. So it behooves us to really, really uh, grasp financial literacy. And uh, what's going to happen is uh, households in the United States will want to learn, in other countries, we want to learn how to combat inflation and offset some of the impacts of our rising costs. So um, not everything is bad, okay? I'm just putting the facts out there. 
and then letting you understand them. So uh, let's talk about it just a little bit in terms of financial literacy. And uh, for me, I've been an advocate for financial literacy for as long as I can know. And uh, one of the reasons why is because after I retired from the United States Air Force, I was on a governor's commission in the state of Maryland. And uh, what we did was put together a plan to provide financial literacy and offer it as an option in high school. So children, it wasn't mandatory at that time, which was back in 2002. However, in my opinion, it should be mandatory for all students to learn financial literacy in addition to the family members, because it's so important that we do so. So uh, let's talk about it a little bit, why it really matters, financial literacy itself. Uh, personal finance, of course, remains one of the number one topics. And ultimately, in some cases, it leads to arguments within a marriage. People can't agree on what should be spent, what should be saved. Uh, the adults, in some cases, the couples have separate bank accounts. One knows about it, the other one doesn't. And so it causes some disarray. And it is the cost uh, also of divorces. And I'm not getting off on another topic, but it just happens to be one of the realities in which we're all aware of. And so I just wanted to put that out there as well. So uh, financial literacy should be fun. <laughs> so let's talk about the fun part here. And uh, the fun part about financial literacy is the fact that uh, you can learn it from many, many different, um, uh, different uh, platforms. For example, you can learn from nonprofit organizations. You can learn from a bank or credit union. You can learn it from a college or university. You can learn it from uh, different independent companies that are out there they're more than willing to teach financial literacy. And the whole issue is, is that a lot of times people don't want to learn it. <laughs> people have their habits and they like to work, and do things the way they've always done it. But as I stated before, uh, why financial literacy matters, again, personal finances remains the number one topic of arguments within a marriage. And then parents rank a teaching financial literacy responsibility to their children near the top of their wish list. So parents want to have these conversations with their children. Uh, you can buy books on it. There are some uh, movies that you can look at, some little documentaries. Uh, I used to be with the uh, Federal Deposit Insurance Company as a volunteer, and I would speak in the communities about uh, different ways in which people can, can uh, learn financial literacy. And I don't know if you can read this that well, but uh, this is called the Money Smart Training Program. And I used to deliver this program to people in different communities in Maryland, Virginia, and DC. And so I was trained uh, to do this. So it's something I've been doing for quite a while. And when I was able to work with the governor of Maryland, uh, one of the things we did, we talked to all the state legislators in the state of Maryland, and we would go in each evening, sit down and talk to them why it's important that we make it an option for students to apply are an elective to students to apply to learn financial literacy, and they voted yes. It was Senate Bill 500, and I worked with the local uh, state senator here in the state of Maryland, along with members of the school board, student youth on the school board, and also the legislators, as I mentioned before, in different groups within the state of Maryland. And so it really matters to have these conversations with your children, because the sooner they learn it, the better off they will be. And then another reason why financial literacy matters is that only a handful of states require high school students to take a personal finance course 
before graduation. And uh, I think it really, again, should be a mandatory because when you start looking at children about to go to college, they're learning about financial literacy as they're senior in school when they really should be learning it when they're in seventh, eighth grade on and on. And so uh, one of the programs that uh, I worked with, I started in Illinois when I was in the Air Force, we started a junior achievement program and that was teaching children how to start a business, but it also had a lot of financial literacy rolled into that program. And it's very important that we help children to better understand what financial literacy is. And uh, so those are some of the things. And then the next thing why financial literacy matters is that poor financial literacy leads to poor decision making, which leads to poor behavior, which limits the household's ability to reach its financial goals. Now, this is a fact. And if you don't know uh, what's happening, that there are people who are making $100,000 a year and they're still living paycheck to paycheck. And this has to really stop at some point where people have to change their mindset. And uh, that's one of the things that I'm really advocating uh, for people to do. As you can see on the banner I have here, the financial fitness course, I'm offering that in the month of April, 50% off because of National Financial Literacy Month. And this program is also a financial literacy program. It deals a lot with mindset, to be more specific, money mindset. And as a result, uh, people will be able to uh, learn what they should and should not do. It comes complete with video recordings in there, PDF documents, not only the video, but also the audio portion so you can learn it on, on the run. And it also consists of tests. So you'd be testing yourself in that process. You just go to this uh, site that I have listed on the banner and it will help you uh, to understand it better. And in fact, uh, let me give you uh, the, uh, I have it in a bit.ly, which means a short link, and uh, you can go there and get it. And it's for 50% off to April, HTTPS forward slash colon colon bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 37-L-K-E-A-O. And you will be able to get 50% discount for the entire month of April. And it's a seven-week course that in bite-sized pieces, and then it has a bonus eighth week, but it really gets into everything from uh, money, having a money mindset, what person talking about when it comes to money, having uh, money talks. It talks about a budget. I have a budget app in there. I have a PDF in terms of you don't want to do it in the calculator. You can do it manually, which I really advocate because you do it manually you, you um, typically would remember it. And so it's very, very important uh, that we get financial literacy into our daily habits. It's very important. And uh, one of the things that uh, I'm going to do is to uh, help you to better understand financial literacy. Uh, one of the things I'll talk about, um, or we can consider is connect uh, financial education to the discipline and teaching to your child, and if you don't have a child, you can do it to a, a one of the kids in the community. If you volunteer, you can do it for your nieces and nephews, you can do it for your grandchildren. It's never too early to learn about financial literacy. That's one of the questions people ask. But the other one is, 
to make financial literacy the topic of a book club, for example. They may look at different books that talk to and speak to financial literacy and then ask and research one financial question a day. I think this really works out to be something really tremendous, uh, not only for children, but for adults as well. You see, the most important thing when it comes to finances and if there's a family involved, a mother and father or a guardian and a child, is that you get a lesson and the lesson is that no one can know your money better than you do. In other words, at any given moment of the day, 24-7, you should know what, what your money is. You should know what's in your checking account. You should know what's in your savings account. If you own a business, you should have members that are close to reflect what you have at that time. And then uh, as we dig deeper on the additional day, the day is April 1st, we want to dig even more each day into one thing that you should consider uh, going forward. And so I'm going to make this a, a, a daily uh, discussion with each and every one of you. So this will not be the only recording that you have for National Financial Literacy Month. So uh, when it comes to money, I've been involved in it for 10 years, since the age of 10. And uh, one of the reasons is my parents started a grocery store, Vans Groceries and Fish Market in my hometown of Henderson, North Carolina. And I learned how to stock the shelves, handle the cash register, work with vendors, and all of this at the age of 10. So I worked with credit for uh, people in the community, local community who could not Travel to a local grocery store, and so they came to our store, and they were able to get fresh fruit and vegetables, fresh fish. They were able to get canned goods, ice cream, soda, whatever. Uh, it's sold at a, a major store. My parents they sold it, and there, this was their side hustle. They were both factory workers. But I learned so much from them, and ultimately that led to me going to college and majoring in business and accounting. And uh, I've used that. Uh, that uh, academics uh, all my life. And I used it when I went to the United States Air Force. I used it when I was recruited by Mobile Oil Company and I worked for them in the oil and gas business. And I used it as a contractor after I retired from the Air Force after 20 years. So I have uh, expertise over 30 years, maybe even 40 at this point, of expertise working in finances. And financial literacy is really the foundation of money management and being able to understand it. I'm not sharing as much as I'm going to share on the next episode, but I want you to know that I will be providing more and more uh, over the course of the month of April. So I want you to join me and uh, follow up. Uh, this was going to be episode 207 and look forward to follow-up episodes coming each and every day. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey and happy, happy April, month of April and happy National Financial Literacy Month. My name is Paul Lawrence Van. I host Wealth Academy Podcast and glad that you could be with me on this journey. Have a great day, everyone, and take good care. See you on the next for listening episode. to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.